What's up, everyone? This is Josh Peterson of Humanican Media. And I'm Gerald Glassford, and we're from the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. And you're listening to Weird, a Two Dudes podcast right here on the Ace Podcast Network. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere. I know, that's really weird, isn't it? Ace Podcast. Weird. Wait, not say anything? No, I'm not going to sing this time because you yell I at said, me. Say anything? I'm saying. Say anything? I'm saying. What do you mean, say? I don't. Know. I just had this random thing come through my mind. What was Whoosh. it? Whoosh. Whoosh. Our friend Adam in Australia. Hello, Adam. Is still waiting on our package. Oh man, I got some good. I got a couple of good things at home. Park. I said, Adam, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. It's just that we're irresponsible. We are. <laughs> we're it's, busy. We're, we're irresponsible. And and my goal is by the end of May. <laughs> <laughs> to finally get this in the mail to you. But it's going to be worth it. It'll be some good stuff. Okay. And it's just, it was a random thing. And for people that don't know, Adam is, he's, he, he is Ace Podcast uh, Networks. He's he's the man. He's a nice fella, he's, I'll he's, say. He's a mate from down there. You know under. what he's not? He's not a knife. He's not a knife. <laughs> but anyway, we were down there. You know, we, we go down sometimes, have shrimp on the barbie with yeah. him. Yeah. And uh, maybe a blooming onion. With the wallabies. Bloom and onion. Yeah, because yeah, everybody in Australia, they have like wallabies, wallabies and kangaroos yeah. just and bouncing yard. around the yard. Yeah. yeah, everybody is by law. Well, and then you also will get a chocolate thunder from down under. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, wrestle a crocodile. Wrestle got red crocodiles. Yeah. All the things that you expect you would do down there. Right. And, uh, and I, we, we wanted, he sent us some Vegemite, which I really like, and and, and some other stuff. And uh, well, what was that, Wang Doodle? What was that thing he sent us? Curly Whirly. Curly Whirlies like, are delicious. Yeah. And it was... You know, it was just good stuff, and 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 then the 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 shape, not shapes, no shapes, yeah, shape. They're just called crackers, shape. crackers, but they were good. They're really good with Vegemite. Hey, Adam, did you ever try putting Vegemite between two of those crackers? It's really good. But anyway, I just had some random guilt there. That's what that was all about. Okay, well, I'm glad because I'm glad, glad our listener, reviews I'm, glad to read. Our, I'm glad our listener was sitting back going, "Okay, this is great. Why don't you send me a box of stuff?" They're going to be excited now because we might send them a box of stuff. That is true. So bad this game. Well, it's our super summer of grand prize giveaways. You sound very excited when you said that. I didn't? Super summer! And I'm saying tonight we're giving away, the, I think, the best prize we've given away yet. The Cobra 16-mile range walkie-talkie set. We're not, we're not giving away the dead monkey? No. <laughs> no, he's in a museum somewhere. These walkie-talkies are fancy, man. These are 16-mile range Cobra yeah. walkie-talkies with rather, with a rather, rather, rather. <laughs> Would you rather? Rather ready, rather radio built in. Be prepared. Instant weather information at your fingertips. Uses rechargeable batteries, micro USB charging, and it's got call alert. Call alert. I don't know what that means. Not that, but it comes with those rechargeable batteries and the cables, everything you need. On the back, I don't understand what it says. It shows three pictures. It says up to one mile. No, it's in the city. Oh, I see. In the city, up to one mile. uh, Apparently, somewhere in some wooded area, up to eight (laughs) miles. And if you're in the mountains... It goes up to 16 miles. So if you're hiking with a partner, that'd be great to well, carry in your backpack. So what you want to make sure is that if you're going to be abducted, yeah, you need to know if you're going to be held in an urban environment. Right. 
uh, and back in the back hills where nobody can hear you scream, yeah. or with the hillbillies up in the Ozarks. Either way, you're going to be covered. Well, for one mile, eight miles, or 16 miles. Yeah, but there are right. 22 channels to choose from. What? There's a lot of channels That's like a there. CB radio, it's man. It's got battery-saving technology. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so that's a pretty wait, cool wait, price. Wait, wait, It's got Roger Beep. Oh, it says that right there. It doesn't confirmation, have Roger Beep. Confirmation tone indicates the completion of a user's transmission and singles singles signals others it's clear to talk so sitting you have to say hey aaron this is craig over roger or roger roger, roger. what's your vector victor <laughs> then it'll do over it for under you. done it'll do it for you okay well we're gonna give those away or not well we will because i'm horrible at this game i don't know this is another easy so one close. that's what i'm saying last last episode you almost had it i just picked the wrong michael jackson song <sighs> all right you ready for this do it all right you got 20 seconds starting no, wait, that was last week. Oh, I know that one. That was beat it, Michael Jackson. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Ready? 20 seconds starting. So bad. <laughs> Sounds like the thing for taxi right there. <laughs> Somebody won. Oh, that's right. A listener won. What is that? Hang on. I'm gonna make a change for I would never in a million years know that. Another Michael Jackson. I did two Michael Jacksons in a row. Feel real good. Gonna what is that? Aaron Neville impersonator? It's actually a very pleasant song. Okay, here we go. You ready? We're, we're, we're ready. We're, we're, we're going to get our, our friend Siri here. I sound like, I'm, I sound like Foster Brooks. I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. I have <laughs> Foster Brooks. Most of our listeners don't know who no Foster who Brooks is. is. We, we almost missed our generation, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's time to ask Siri. <laughs> All right, what's the numbers? One through 68. All right, ready? Yeah. Hey, Siri. Give me a random number between 1 and 68. Random number between 1 and 68 is 68. Oh, wow. 68. You know who that is? Who? Randall Pierce. No. Yes, it is. Randall, you won yourself. <laughs> Our buddy Randall. Some walkie-talkies. How about that? That's crazy. That's awesome. Next time I'm over there for the barbecue. I'll take it to him. And see, that's what he gets invited. for leaving us that nice review on Facebook last week. Wow, Randall, you should feel really bad the way you were treating Aaron over the weekend. <laughs> Randall wouldn't treat me bad. Yeah, he was. <laughs> no, Randall and I were about to gang up on you. Y'all did? What do you mean about to? Well, you know. Here I am sweating at work. You Exhausted. You touched I, a nerve. I think, all right, I've got one more 10 minute break. I'm going to read. I'm going to relax and read. And I get out and grab my phone out of my locker. It's loaded with you guys blasting me one after the other. Because you tried to ruin the Avengers. Anyway, Randall, I'm so excited for you, man. These are some cool, super cool. And you can give one of these to your son when he like starts to ride a bike. And that way you'll always be in contact or with him. If Mabel comes back, oh, give yeah. one to Mabel. And then when she's out and about, about, as she's our community friends would say. You know, Randall lives. Randall lives kind of in the up to eight miles or maybe sixteen mile area. Uh, he'll be all right then. Kind of hilly, kind of wooded. You know, he could just give one to his co-host, and that way they could save on. He, they could just record a show on the. And you know, the best part of this, Randall, it, they come with a brand that everybody knows and loves. It's a household battery brand that I had when I was growing up. Lexel. Lex. <laughs> <clears throat> The Le- green battery. Is it Lexel Luther? Lexel Luther, probably. They probably work about. They're green, like kryptonite. They are, um, yeah, these are Lexel. Not to be confused with Lexus. I'm so excited. I'll get these in the mail this week to you, Randall Pierce. And when you get them, make sure you don't wake the kids. That's don't wake a, the kids. It's very important, so keep them on low. 
kind of funny that he won. Uh, <laughs> These are, these are these are these these are sold at Walmart, and he's in Arkansas, which is the home of Walmart. Yeah, that's true. Well, you can get Cobra walkie talkies anywhere, but not these. These are weird walkie talkies. You ready for this? You say so, because somewhere on here it says that it only these are sold at Top Story. They're cool though. I'm gonna keep these. Oh, can I do the Top Story tonight? Why? Because it's Krispy Kreme related. Sure. Okay. Why? There's no rule that says that I always do Top Story. Top Story. Headline is Krispy Kreme beat out Starbucks in nation's best coffee shop brand. I could get mud out of a puddle out there, and <laughs> I could beat That's Starbucks. That's really nothing big to do, but Krispy Kreme's always been known for its melt in your mouth donuts. Craig, see the thing about Krispy Kreme coffee though, yeah, is that it used to be you'd go suck up to the counter. That's right, and you have those ceramic. You belly up, you belly up, yep. and you have those um, ceramic. They they sold them. Yep. For a while, they, I remember they, that. they were classic uh, ceramic heavy, mugs. Heavy, mugs. Yeah, good ones. And see, for people that are that are too young to remember this, Krispy or Foster Kr- Brooks. Yes, we've made two really <laughs> obscure references. I the, used to belly up to the bar at Krispy Kreme. Well, so Krispy Kreme before they lost their way. I mean, their donuts are still good. Oh yeah, but one of the cool things about Krispy Kreme is it was like a uh, a coffee shop kind of place. So yeah. you'd walk in and it was a zigzagging counter. Yep, and you could with stools at the counter, and you could just plop up to the counter, drink coffee, eat donuts. People socialize. Probably back in the day, they're probably smoking up the place. Smoking up and reading newspapers. Reading newspapers. It was a gathering place. It was fun. It was Americana. I used to go to the one in Madison, Tennessee. Yeah. I've been the one. There's one in uh, East Nashville. Yeah. I, that one's still there, isn't it? The, yeah. Uh, no. That one closed. Thompson Lane is the only one That's that the one I'm thinking of. Thompson, Thompson Lane, Lane yeah. was, 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 was a good one. And I think you can still go in there. It's a little bit like that. But they kind of... Anywho, anyway. so it's not hard to beat them, but Krispy Kreme, it's an institution. It really is. They've it, To me, it's the only they've, donut worth, the, worth your time. They've gone nuts on their pricing, though. I don't like that. It doesn't matter. It's worth it. They've mastered the art of the sweet and airy combo, leaving the world drooling at the thought of them. At many locations, you can literally... Are you asleep right now? You sound I'm asleep. pretty close. You pretty much sound I'm asleep. exhausted. At many locations, you can literally watch as they come fresh out of the conveyor Let me belt. Let your motivation here. Hold on. Let's hey, back up. No, 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 no. It's you're a gonna, runway just, for want, donuts. I want you to start this paragraph over. Here's your motivation. Well, that's a long paragraph. Listen, okay. here's, your, here's your motivation. All right, go ahead. You're sitting in a pile of hot Krispy Kreme donuts, oh. and no one's going to stop you from eating every one of them. What if I'm like... And, and wait, wait, wait. And across the room, the donuts are the only thing between you and a big... Big, huge, frosty glass of milk. I want a don't. I want a Krispy Kreme donut blizzard. You know, my mom, which I saw, I saw mom over the weekend, and dad. Uh, Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day yeah, last. I last think week. most people know that. Yep. Um, but she she's been getting this bread pudding from a lady that makes it with Krispy Kreme donuts. I, I like bread pudding. Huh? You'd like this. It's delicious. Hey, you know what I had on Mother's Day? What for a meal? What? It's not one of my favorite places. Really? But it was delicious. Went to Olive Garden because, oh, I like because Olive Garden. it's my mother's one of her favorite places. Yeah, it's a good place. And I had this stuffed chicken fettuccine stuffed pasta thing or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, four billion calories! Yeah. But it, it was like it honestly. Yeah. It might turn me around on Olive Garden. Oh, good. It was good. good. Yeah, I like Olive Garden. I don't like Outback anymore. No, I do not like out. Oh wait, when did you when did you turn the bus on that? When you told me all about your experience, that horrible outback yeah. experience. It uh, wasn't Australian at all. No, it wasn't. The, the guy that came to my table, not he, Australian. He didn't have an accent. No, and there were no there were no wallabies. None. No, nobody even carried a knife on their waist. Was there a, a croc, uh, was there a kangaroo hopping around? No, there were no crocodiles. Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway, so 
at many that locations. Went nowhere, but it was a lousy re- it was a lousy meal. And yeah. Outback, if you're listening, or if there's somebody who works for Outback that's listening, I'm sorry. What are the odds? You need to up your game. <laughs> yeah, what are the odds? <laughs> At many locations, you can literally watch as they come fresh from a conveyor belt, a kind of runway for donuts. Down in Rivergate, you can watch as they they drop off. And and so you used to be able to look through a window, and there was a major, major thing going on. And there were people actually. Mixers, big mixers. People interacting with the machines. Now the machines are like. Hairnet. Skynet, yeah. Now the now the machines are like Skynet. They they're like they literally these robot machines that make everything. I remember as a young child, my favorite Krispy Kreme donut was the Peanut Twist. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, they don't have any more. You can't can't. Get uh, Speedway's got something similar. They don't have Krispy Kreme. No, but their their donuts they make are good. They're they're okay. I mean, they're as they're good, good as the. They've other got donuts the cinnamon twist you're talking about, but it doesn't no, have not the, cinnamon it, twist. It doesn't have the the nuts. The I know what you're talking about. Peanut twist. I've had their cinnamon twist. Back off. Okay, I'm just trying to help you. You're not helping. Not only is maple fr- maple still are uh, uh, I don't like the maple. maples are good. Not only is the franchise apparently making ways in the coffee scene, they've just copped the number one spot from Starbucks as best coffee shop brand in the country. Ha! And they deserve it. Why did they put the hop in? Because Starbucks has been on top for so long. Krispy Kreme has a strong following nationwide with over one thousand locations. So don't be too surprised. That iconic logo is everywhere, and nothing goes better with warm glazed donut than fresh brewed coffee. You know, I got a, I got an ornament for my tree that says "Hot Fresh Donuts." You, oh, and you turn it the lights sw- up. It lights up. Yeah. But the thing is, when I light it up, there's no donuts to be found. Are you serious? Because you know, I when, take it back. When the when it lights up, there's hot donuts. You pull in. Yeah, you can't pass that sign. Right, but if I light it up on my tree, I don't find donuts. I'm actually relieved sometimes when I drive by and the sign's not on. I can't pay twelve dollars for a dozen donuts. Man, I can. That's stupid. Yeah. They, they should not be that much money. Well, they're delicious. They're 80% air. Look what they are, though. They're delicious. They are good, but they're better if somebody else is buying them. True. True. Uh, true. <laughs> That's so true. Are we done with <laughs> yes. that story? Yes. Time travelers invited to Stephen Hawking's send-off. Oh, I forgot to tell you, too. I, did, I don't know that I uh, formatted the this show, so they may all be on. You check before you stop a, a, a story, maybe on the next page. What is? What are you saying to me? I'm saying I didn't format tonight's episode uh, show notes. They're just one after the other because normally I line them up nice. So I'm, that I'm a professional. Okay, everything's on a single page, so I'm, you know when I'm, to stop. I know what I'm doing. Okay, I know what I'm just doing. Just a heads up, man. Time travelers invited to Stephen Hawking's send off, London. Stephen Hawking's family have invited time travelers to his memorial service. Well, I guess the apple didn't fall far from the tree. They're all crazy. <laughs> Seeking to tackle one of the curiosities that eluded the British physicist during his extraordinary life, the world's most recognizable scientist died in March at age 76 after a lifetime spent probing the origins of the universe, the mysteries of black holes, and nature of time itself. Okay, hang on. You you described his, or the writer described his life as extraordinary. Why is that a good thing? It was extraordinary. I mean, it just wasn't ordinary. It was extraordinary. It was I like, mean, he talked like a robot. That makes it extraordinary. Extraordinary. No one else talks like that. Well, I think that's the wrong word. Extraordinary. Okay, you're going to have to file a complaint with the newspaper. <laughs> that word has always bothered me. Go ahead. You going to be okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Members of the public have been invited to apply for tickets to attend a celebration of Hawking's life at a memorial service in Westminster Abbey on June 15th, where his ashes will be interred along... What? In a turd. <laughs> his ashes will be in a turd alongside the graves of Isaac Newton. Who ate Stephen? I don't know, but do you think they'll put the turd on top of something and it'll fall on like in, in honor of Isaac Newton? 
<laughs> and Charles Darwin. Oh, what a whack. Those wishing to apply have to fill in a form and state their date of birth, which can be any day up to the end of 2038. <laughs> so I can I so I can apply and say my birthday is I was born in 2036. Yeah, that's you're that. in. You're a shoe in. Oh, man, nut jobs. The option to have a date of birth in the future was spotted by London blogger Ian Vist. Invest, who wrote on his site, Professor Hawking wants to a party for time travelers. Oh, I see. That's why the date can be in the future, because you're time traveler. That's exactly right. I've yeah. already lost track of this whole story. Yeah, that's it. Um, to see if anyone would turn up if he posted the invite after the party. I don't like turnips. Are they okay? Nah. You ever had a raw turnip? No. Well, don't <laughs> knock it. <laughs> Oh, man. None did. Remember uh, the none whole thing? did? Yeah. Remember the whole thing about the formatting? Yes. Uh, none did. None of them showed up. But it seemed uh, seems perfect that the Memorial website allows people born in the future to attend the service. Look out for, look out <laughs> for the snake hole. <laughs> for time travelers at the Abbey. Sarah Bridle, a uh, professor of astrophysics at the University of Manchester, Astrophysics? Told... told Told B- uh, that was what my was, astro. What's the difference between him and Scooby Doo? Really, they saw, kind of sound One the same. was in space. There you go. Um, she told the BBC Radio that Hawking, who was confined to a wheelchair for most of his life, had remained curious about the potential for time travel even after his party in 2009. Uh, you think he would have been curious enough to go into the future, cure his disease, gone back in the back in time? Well, she didn't say he discovered the secrets of time travel. He was just curious. Oh, right. My bad. Yeah. He was curious. You're a non-believer I'm, anyway. Any ha- of which? Time travel. Time travel? Yeah. Oh, I hope it's real. But I just don't think it's happening. I, I think it's a great possibility. Dude, seriously. I was here a few minutes ago. We, remember I was talking to both of us? It's not going to happen. I said so. <laughs> he was curious. And he had a great sense of humor, she said. He said he combined his two favorite things, experiments and champagne, to put on his panties. What? Oh, no, that's his party. <laughs> Sorry. He combined his two favorite things, experiments and champagne, to put on this party. You can see how that was a mistake. Sure. No, not at all. I'm sorry. Headline I, is, hey, do you ever date any, like, do you, do you ever have any dates where you're like, never, when you, at the end of the date, you're like, so glad that's over. Here's the thing. This is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Ever since I got married. Yeah, she won't let me date. <laughs> really? No. Man. Since I got married, it was like this one thing: like, you cannot date. She said that. I mean, she laid down the law. What's she going to do? Poke you with a snake? Yeah. Okay. Don't do it. Bury then. me in the backyard. Headline is: Woman reportedly sent man sixty-five thousand text messages after their first. Could you date. imagine if this was back when you paid per text? Oh my gosh! Authorities say a woman stalked a man and sent him upwards of sixty-five thousand texts in the year following their first date. How? Do the math. That's more than what? That's more than 2,000 texts a day. Well, I'll do the math while you're... I, that's more than 2,000 texts a day. How many? 2,000. Oh, it was 65,000 in one year. No, I knew that part. I was just okay, getting, yeah. I was trying to get you to repeat. 2,000. 2,000. That's, that's not true. How, how many is it? 200? <laughs> well, 178 times 365 is 64,000. So 178... So I'm, 200. I was thinking 200. Then. A day. 200 texts but a you day. You said 1,000. Yeah, I did. I did my math wrong. I had an extra zero there. That's Aren't a lot. Can you imagine? 
no, I don't want to. I can, I can only ting. imagine. Authorities say a woman stalked a man, sent him upwards of 65,000 texts in the year following their first date. A television station in Phoenix reports 31-year-old Jacqueline Abbas of Phoenix, Arizona, was arrested Tuesday on charges of threatening, stalking, and harassment. Court records obtained by AzCentral.com shows aides followed the man's cell phone, flooded the man's cell phone. No, he followed it. With text messages, sometimes up to 500 a day. After they met online and went on a single date last summer, police said AIDS has reportedly harassed the victim who remained unnamed. Craig, poor guy's lucky he got a date at all. Yeah, that's true. Since I'm, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm looking for. <laughs> how do you get a, How do you How do you get an account on an online dating place without a name? Spacebar. <laughs> AIDS allegedly began sending threatening text messages. Messages after the first incident in which the victim reported her sitting in a car outside his home. In one message, AIDS said she wanted to wear the man's body parts and bathe in his blood. Craig. Okay, this cr- this may cross the line. I think at this point, this might not be considered polite. Another transmission included an anti-Semitic epitaph. Anti? Yeah, Semitic epitaph, and AIDS referring to herself as the new Hitler. Wait, she sounds read like that a tool. again. What'd you say? Another transmission included an anti-Semitic epitaph. Okay, I was wondering about that. Yeah, and AIDS referred to herself as the new Hitler. Okay. Hey, check this out. Dog shoots man while horsing around with owner on a sofa. This has happened before. We've had a a couple of dog shoot man. uh, I think, did you you hear about the three-legged dog that walked into the bar and said, I'm looking for the man who shot my paw? This always reminds me of that joke. Hey, another band name, Dog Shoots Man. I don't like that name. Y'all stop. Stop. Sit down. A dog accidentally shot his owner in the leg while the two were horsing around on a sofa on Wednesday. Richard Remy was playing with his Pitbull Labrador crossbreed. Baloo. uh, Baloo. At his home in Fort Dodge, Iowa, when he started to feel a burning sensation. He didn't hear it. He didn't hear it. (laughs) In the rough and tumble, the pet had managed to knock the safety on the Ruger 9mm pistol his owner was carrying and then hit the trigger with his paw. He had his dad with him. Yes, his mom was in the other room, luckily. Mr. Remy, 51, told the messenger. There was a guy that came by to tell him something. That's your age. Um, I was lying on the couch, and we were horsing around, me and the dog. And I was tossing him off my lap, and he was jumping back on my lap. And I carry a belly band over my bib overalls, under his bib overalls. Correct, yes. Uh, And apparently, he bumped the safety one time, and when he bounced back over one of his toes... What? Bounced back over, one of his toes went right down into the trigger guard. It has a trigger safety as well as a thumb safety, and he managed to hit both of them, and it discharged <laughs> and went into my leg, did no major damage or anything. He fails to bring up the dog had just taken an insurance policy out on him. Yes. Uh, Mr. Remy said he did not realize he had been shot at first, uh, but when he saw his trouser leg was turning purple, <laughs> his trouser leg, his pants were turning purple? Yes, from the blood inside. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, he called 911. He added that his loyal pet was distressed to learn that he oh, unwittingly please. harmed his master. 
Um, the dog was a big baby. He, uh, Mr. What? He, Mr. Remy? He, Mr. Remy. <laughs> the poor dog laid down beside me and cried because he thought he was in trouble for doing something wrong. He's a pit bull. La- he's a pit lab mix. He's afraid of the dark. He's afraid of water, but he'll shoot you in a heartbeat. <laughs> he's not scared of guns. The Fort Dodge Police Department were also called to the scene, but soon determined the incident was accidental. In a statement, the department said, Mr. Remy had non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his upper right thigh. The incident was determined to be an accident. Mr. Remy was taken by Unity Point Ambulance to the hospital for his injury. The dog is now an officer. (laughs) The dog will now be on duty. The dog has proceeded to send 65,000 text messages. Yes. Where is the update? Give us the update. Headline is defecating school superintendent, also known as the pooperintendent, wants to set the record straight. He is a pooperintendent on falsehoods. The New Jersey school superintendent accused of defecating on a high school track and field near his home has dumped Craig. <laughs> He's dumped his attorney. Where's the? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Craig. He has dumped his, his attorney. And lawyer number two vows to re, re, rebut. <laughs> That's so funny. Lawyer number two, for one thing, number two, vows to rebut all falsehoods against his client. There's, there's just too many. I, what are you doing? I just wanted a rib shot. His new heck? attorney, Matthew S. Adams, told reporters on Thursday that the police and the media are getting it all wrong. My client looks forward to his day in court when he can rebut some of the falsehoods that have been portrayed about him in the media. Adams declined to elaborate on the falsehoods, saying that he would save it for his defense in the courtroom. Tramaglini, who, Tramaglini, 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 who is on paid leave from his $150,000 a year position, grief. has allegedly caught on surveillance cameras, was allegedly caught on surveillance cameras set up by the police at the high school. He was arrested on April 30th on charges of lewdness, public urination and defecation, and dumping or disposal of litter. <laughs> dumping. I mean, he was clearly caught brown-handed. Oh, he originally retained a local defense attorney, but has since hired Adams from regional defense from Fox Rothschild. Fox Rothschild. <laughs> That's a very snooty law firm. Never trust a cow, Aaron. I farmer, don't. Farmer tells of near-death experience after being attacked by a cow. Oh, boy. A co a codonical a codongle codongle farm a farmer has described how he was knocked unconscious after one of his own cows turned on him animal farm oh yeah Brendan McLaughlin sixty six uh, was working with a calf on his farm in Manor Cunningham very good when the cow turned on him and pinned him to the ground knocking him unconscious and breaking bones oh. in his leg and foot Mr. McLaughlin McLaughlin serves as the vice president of the Irish Farmers Association <laughs> and he told the BBC that nothing like this had ever happened to him before in 40 years of farming he said he ended it with Sonny Jim oh she came behind me at the gate she looked at me and did not move. I don't know how to do an Irish accent. That's not bad. That's Scottish. If you want, it's a really bad, really bad. Scottish. It's not Irish. It's close. I can't do Irish. That's Ooh, close. Look at me. Top of the day. I'm Irish. <laughs> look at me. 
She came behind me at the gate. She looked at me and didn't move. I ran as hard as I could, he explained. Top of the day to you. See, if I just throw that at the end of it, it sounds kind you of You're going to say anything about Lucky Charms? or Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm Lucky Charms. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> I just, whatever. I, I ran through a feeding barrier, which was only 12 inches wide, but she got me. Smart. She pinned my foot to the barrier with her head. Oh. Nothing like this has ever happened to me before. I was on my back before I knew it and kind of passed out. What does that mean? He kind of passed out. <laughs> he didn't really. He napped. He napped. Is what it was. Uh, he said that when he came came through. Yeah, when he came, came about. To, yeah. Whatever. About. Came about. He con- contacted his wife to come and help him. I had my phone in my pocket with my lucky charms, which was lucky. Uh, I got to hold of my wife, Miss Mister McLaughlin. Said the pain was severe. Ooh, ooh, look at me! Ouch. Luckily, luckily, I did not drop my drop my pot of gold. <laughs> That's not what it says. The, the The pain was severe, and I knew there was damage done. I never thought this would happen to me. I'm lucky to be alive. What is going on outside of Lee Bear Studios? Some kind of massive something. Something keeps going, woo! <laughs> I broke the tibia in one place and broke the bottom of my heel. I have pins in my foot and leg, too. My message for farmers is never trust a cow or any animal on the farm. You can have all the safety measures in the world, but never trust a cow. Never trust a cow. It's good advice. Headline is, Amazon's Alexa will be built into all new homes from Lennar. What's that? That's some kind of, oh, it's the nation's largest home builder is betting voice-activated digital assistants and smart devices will become as expected in new homes as garages are now. I don't like this big brother thing we're headed into here, Craig. You don't like the Alexa? I don't mind Alexa, but when they automatically put them in the homes before you get that, if I want to order Alexa and, and have her sitting on my, you know. She doesn't sit. Table. You stand. Know, I'm, I'm having to sit in my back to have them check her out. What's wrong with her? She's sick? She ignores me like a real woman. Oh, maybe that's built in. Maybe she's just gotten used to you. I say Alexa, nothing. Alexa, <laughs> nothing. But I can go in the I can go to the next room and go. La, 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 Alexa, yes. Can I help you? She ignores everything. And they said we'll send it back and we're gonna look at it. And if it's messed up, we'll send you another one. If not, we'll just send it back to you. I'm like, is that really? Why can't she send me another one? Well, Lenar announced Wednesday that standard features in its new homes will include built-in Wi-Fi, smart locks, doorbells, thermostats, and lights, all controlled by Alexa, Amazon's voice-activated digital assistant. Millennials. That's what they want. There was a movie when when Sarah was younger called Smart House. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was a Disney movie, I think, but it locked ended up locking all these people in there. It was kind of scary. I remember Monster House. Each house will come with two Alexa-enabled smart speakers, an Echo Show, and an Echo Dot. So now you got a camera, too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, this Big Brother stuff. i got a Big Brother. Alan. I saw him Sunday, by Alan. the way. Yeah, Alan. Yeah, Hines. Hines. Yeah, Hines. Because he's 57. Yeah, yeah, Hines. Each house will come with two and uh, blah, blah, blah. New homeowners will also get free visit from Amazon technician to help set up everything. <laughs> he's not coming to do anything. He's just going to come hang out. I'm hey. The, I'm, this is your free visit. I'm here from Amazon. Hey, it could be me. This will be the hallmark of why we buy a new home, said David Kaiserman. Really? That's why you buy a new home? President of Lennar Ventures. It's an important step in the mass adoption of these technologies. No other major builder has folded this still-evolving technology into all its homes. The announcement marks a major play to get what is still something of a cool, but not vital, comma, 
<laughs> That's all it's there. That's, yeah, and the thing is, for what they're going to charge you for it, you can just go buy the devices yourself and save a lot of money. Absolutely. I've already got a house. I don't have to buy a new house for Alexa devices. No, I've got two of them in my house yeah. that don't listen to me. <laughs> Driver issued $7,800 ticket for going over 400 miles per hour. What the? Well, what a, kind of car goes 400 miles an hour? Uh, a car that a belgian driver drives what i don't we're gonna find it. out in a minute here Go ahead. a belgian driver was shocked to learn recently that his compact economy car had a top speed of over 400 <laughs> miles per hour it's a compact economy car yeah well i think it's a mistake what was he what he drive off a mountain yeah it was, the gravity is <laughs> what pulled him to bed yeah uh he was about to hit 450 and then he hit the rock <laughs> just stopped gravity ruined everything that was according to a speed camera citation mailed to him that said his opal astra which is sold in the United States as a Chevy Cruze. Oh man, was clocking was clocked rather doing 654 kilometers per hour in a 50 <laughs> kilometer per hour zone. I'd be proud of that. The ticket came with a fine for six thousand five hundred seventy nine euros, seventy eight hundred dollars in American dollars. But he didn't have to pay it, according to Drive Tribe. He bought he brought the matter to the police, and they admitted the malfunction and let him off the hook. Well, that's obvious. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, the police somehow determined that he was actually driving at 60 kilometers per hour and wrote him a new ticket for 10 over the limit, which cost around 50. They couldn't leave well enough alone. They, they make a mistake, couldn't they, as a courtesy, say, you Absolutely, know, you know you're what? off the hook. Uh, for the record, even the fastest Astros sold in Belgium have a top speed of 150 miles, or so, miles per hour or so, while the world's fastest production car is the $2 million something-something RS that hit 278 <laughs> miles per hour on a Nevada highway last year. Wow, that's still a very fast car. And now a weird moment from history. I like these weird moments in history here because they're they're shorter than they've been. Yes, they are shorter. Uh, um, but anyway, ready? Yeah. Shakespeare's stolen skull. What? Who's the got a skull? Shakespeare's a stolen skull. Who's got the skull? There have been stories about the possibility that grave robbers made off with the bard's skull. Since no one has officially been allowed to open the grave, these stories haven't been corroborated. So how do we know? They haven't been corroborated. I like that word. I just want to see how many times I can say corroborated, corroborated. without tripping over myself. However, Kevin Calls and, and his archaeological team may have found confirmation after all. Shakespeare died in 1616. That's sad. And day. his body was laid to rest in his hometown of Stratford-upon-Avon. That's the name of the town? Yeah. Stratford-upon-Avon? That's right. What is wrong with the British and the names of their towns? <laughs> At Holy Trinity Church. One story claims that Dr. Frank Chambers, you know Dr. Frank. Oh, yeah, Dr. Chambers. Yeah, broke into Shakespeare's grave in 1794. A lot of the story, you, they're going to find what it is, is just a, a monkey skull. <laughs> a lot of story, a lot of the story has been dismissed. So whether it's true that Chambers sold the bard's skull for 300 British pounds at the time isn't clear. However, Call's team recently, uh, recent efforts have confirmed some of the, I'm now talking into my microphone. It sounds so much sound better like now. Stephen Hawking. Um, Recent efforts have confirmed some of the finer details of Chambers' tale. Knowing he couldn't crack the playwright's tomb and check for himself, archaeologist Kevin Cause got permission to use ground-penetrating radar to get the answers okay, they wanted. Okay, so it was corroborated. Well, do, 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 do. corroborate. Do, 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 do. Based on the scan, Shakespeare wasn't buried in a coffin. His body was wrapped in cloth and buried less than three feet deep. But most importantly, his head was missing. Oh, my gosh. Unlike the rest of... I wonder if he had one of those bomb collars on. 
Oh, stop. Unlike the rest of the grave and the graves around it, the area where Shakespeare's head should have been uh, showed signs of tampering and the skull was missing. The next question calls is set to answer is where the skull is currently. Yeah, well, good luck. We can tell them where it's not. Yeah. It's do, not do, in the grave. Do, 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 do. Denominate not. where it's not. Do, 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 do. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 lessons everyone learns. Oh, this is good. I don't think everybody, everybody, everybody can relate to this. I don't think everybody ever learns. Some people just never learn. I don't know. These are pretty good. Number 10. Yeah. Top 10 lessons everyone learns. My kids have not learned this one yet. Not yet. Listen to your parents. Number nine of the top 10 lessons everyone learns. Valentine's Day gifts a day late. That's not good. But the Valentine's Day candy a day late is, real is good. really good. <laughs> Number eight. Food out of the oven tends to be hot. Well, it depends on if the oven's on. You well, know, assuming they're cooking. I have baked potatoes and forgot they were in there and the you, oven cuts off. Do you remember when we were kids, they didn't have the tempered glass or whatever, and the glass would get super yes, hot? Yes, I do. Yes. I've heard stories of kids putting their hands on, looking in, Oof. and part of the hand comes off with it, Ugh. like skin. But Terrible. Now they fixed all that with science. Number seven. That was a buzz kill of a story, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it really was. <laughs> Number seven, Google is your friend. Top ten lessons everyone learns, Google is my friend? Yeah, because it's always got the answer. So did Jeeves. Yeah. And he sounded snobby. Is he still around? I don't know. You have to ask him. All right. Go ahead. Number what is six? Number six. Top ten lessons everyone learns. Don't do anything stupid. I never learned that one. Like this list. This is the worst yeah, list we've ever had. Stupid. <laughs> Number five. The Ender Dragon sucks. What's that? I don't know. The Ender Dragon. <laughs> I love number four. <laughs> okay, number four. Number four, top ten lessons everyone learns. Febreze is not bath in a can. <laughs> number three, I disagree with. Number three, making toast in a bath is a no-no. You don't plug the toaster in and sit in the bathroom. Who said anything about toaster? Well, how are you going to make toast in the, with a blowtorch? fire or, yeah, a blowtorch. That's all safe. Okay. Yeah. Number two, which not only is a lesson to learn, but it's also a lesson in false advertising. Top 10 lessons everyone learns. Number two, Red Bull does not give you wings. No. No, what it can give you is some broken legs if you, if you think so. And the number one top 10 lesson everyone learns. Do not press the red button. That's right there with wet paint, wet touch. Exactly. Well, that's a 176 in the can there, buddy. We don't have a can. Well, we do have a 176. We do. We got to go get the can. And, hey, how about Randall? Randall wants some walkie-talkies. That's some crazy. Cobras. He won a couple of Cobras? Yes. That's so cool. Of cobras, did you watch Cobra Kai yet? I have not. What's wrong with you? I got a little more free time coming up, though. I may catch you. You got to get YouTube Red. Get the, get the trial for one month and, and, and binge all the Cobra Kai's. Yes. So good. I can't wait for the next series. Next season. Is there going to be another season? They're hoping. Ralph Macchio says, hopefully many more. Are you going over there? Are you busy? Wow, I'm taking a picture of the single I'm not going to tell anyone. Wow, you're not smiling. While you're doing that. Oh, am I the picture? Got it. All right, so that ends this episode. One, uh, 176 and 24 more to go until the finale. No! We'll shoot ourselves out of a cannon. Place to drop, Mark.